Welcome back to the My Rowlet Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Rappelet, and today I am sitting with two members of our Rowlet Diversity Equity Inclusion Commission, or you might know them as RDEIC. Our city, Metroplex, and country are so diverse, and in Rowlet, you all know we love to celebrate that with various proclamations and events. But there's so much more to this, so I really want to dive in this episode and tell you more about, or not me telling you, my two lovely guests tell you more about the Rowlet Diversity Equity Inclusion. Cynthia and Chance, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Love to be here. Great. So I would love to kick this podcast off with introducing yourselves, you know, how long you've been in Rowlett, how you got to Rowlett, and why you even decided to join the Rowlett Diversity Equity Inclusion Commission. Let's kick it off with you, Cynthia. Oh, thank you. So I am a proud citizen of Rowlett, and I have been so for almost five years now. I actually had the pleasure of spending a lot of time in Rowlett prior to moving here uh, because I had several friends that were in the area, and they were able to finally convince me (laughs) to make the trek from the far west portion of DFW into the eastern portion. So I made that leap, and I'm I'm glad I did. Yes. So, And I'm enjoying being a member of the RDEIC. I have been a member for the last three years, and so I am so, you know, happy about all the accomplishments that the RDEIC has made thus far and that we continue to attempt to bring events to the community that are, you know, based on bringing us closer together Mm -hmm. and our differences instead of separating us or dividing us. Yes. And um, we briefly talked before we started recording that, you know, you came to Rowlett because of friends. And I would love to know why you decided to join the RDIC commission as a a volunteer or a member? So um, there was a lot of turmoil during the time of COVID Mm. and there was a lot of strife and racial inequities and things going on. We had the George Floyd incident and I just didn't think it was my place to be out marching. So there were people showing their commitment to the community through Mm. marching and different activities and I saw the opportunity to join the RDEIC and I felt that that was my avenue for giving back and trying to promote a better community for where I live. Mm. So I decided to actually apply for it and fortunately I was appointed and so I've had the pleasure of trying to bring together events that would help to bring the community together. Yes, and you're doing such a great job. Thank oh, you, thank you. <laughs> so much. Thank you for the past three years. So thank you, thank you. Anything else you want to add on? Uh, just, I know we're going to be discussing our upcoming Juneteenth event. Yes. So I'm excited to share information about that with our community and to encourage everyone to come out and uh, participate. I think it's going to be a great event this year. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Cynthia, for being here. Chance. Hello, Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. Well, my, of course, my name is Chance Job, and um, I was born in Florida, raised in Arkansas, uh, moved to the Dallas area almost six years ago. And uh, about two and a half years ago, me and my husband were deciding we want to make roots and and decide where we want to live. So we started looking for places to live. And it was interesting, found Rollette totally by mistake. I got lost. Uh, I was supposed to be meeting my realtor in Rockwall, and I thought, well, I'm not going to use the app. I'm going to try to find my place around. And all of a sudden, I turned off Del Rock, off the interstate, and I'm driving through this town, and I'm going, 
wow, this is a beautiful city. Everything's mm. well manicured. It's gorgeous. The water, it, it's great. And then I end up finding the house where my realtor was at in Rockwall, and I said, what's that town back there? I think you call it Raleigh. <laughs> and uh, she said, that's yeah, a great town. And got back to my apartment and then started looking for homes. Um, and then actually found a house. I thought, well, let me go check out the neighborhood. Right. So drove and I thought, well, let me introduce myself to the neighbors. I want to figure out, you know, what Raleigh's all about. And, and it was so interesting because um, here's my home. Across the street was an African-American couple. To the left was a Hispanic couple. To the right was an elderly couple. And then behind our home was an Asian couple. Mm. And I was going, wow, what a true melting pot of America. Right. I mean, right. I said, this is, I want to be a part of this. And and the, the couple that was here had lived in that subdivision for 36 years since it had been established. The Asian couple had been there 12 years. Uh, the couple in front of us had been there five. And I was like going, wow, this is absolutely amazing. I want to be a part of this. And so... It's been almost three years in October that me and my husband purchased a home. And uh, at that time, uh, our mayor, Blake, was running. And uh, he had posted about, you know, if you want to be part of the community and, and give back. And I've always been someone who really wants to give back wherever I'm living. Mm. I really want to be a part. Um, and he had mentioned about the commissions. So right. I got on the Rollout page, looked at the commission to see which one fit me perfectly. And the the DEI was perfect for me, not only as a as a gay man, but just as the melting pot. Like Cynthia was saying, mm. we strive to make it all inclusive for everyone. And I said, if I'm going to be a part of the city, I want people to know that you can come to Rawlett and be a part of a wonderful community, regardless of your background, re, you know, regardless of your race or religion or whatever. We can disagree. It's okay that we can disagree, but in the end, we're going to hold our hand out and we're going to help each other up mm. and be a part. And I, this was a way for me to be able to give back. And it's been so exciting since joining in September, the wonderful things that we've done as a commission. We've worked really hard to get the word out, to let people know what our commission's all about and what we can do to really show the diversity of, of Rawlett. Beautiful. Thank I'm so you. glad you both made it to Rowlett <laughs> <laughs> and are doing this important. Yes, round of applause. Thank you. And this, y'all, this is a volunteer position. They're volunteering their time right now out of their probably work schedule, busy day to come yes. sit with us and talk about this. So thank you for volunteering your time today and beyond and all the fun events and all the amazing things that y'all are doing throughout the year. Um, so for those who do, do not know what y'all's commission do, what is the RDEIC and what is y'all's mission? You know, is it just proclamations and lighting the water tower for whatever event, <laughs> whatever celebrations happening? Or what, what really is it beyond the surface level we might know? So <clears throat> for me, the commission is a body of people that are working together in order to bring the community together and to bring information and knowledge and just to highlight the differences in the community of Rowlett and to celebrate those differences as we learn as well, not only our differences, but how similar we are and just how cohesive we can come together and actually make the community better. So. Mm. I know on the sub subcommittee that I work on, our goal is to find 
events and put together events for the city and to come up with concepts and ideas that we think are going to be of interest to our citizens. And we want to bring those items to light and we want to put those on and that's what we're geared towards. That's mm. we're always pushing whether or not we're working on items for foster care and, you know, just whatever, suicide prevention. There are right. things that we have coming up that we're planning that we're trying to make sure that we hit um, something that's important to everyone. Mm. And so mm. I always encourage the community that if there's something that we haven't hit on, if there's an event, a time frame, something we need to pay attention to, to actually bring that to our attention. Right. We want to make sure that Rowlett is a community for everyone. Mm. And that we are addressing everyone's needs and everyone's wants and just trying to bring about that exposure to the yes. different cultures. So, you know, let us know if there's something you want us to do. Let us know. And yes. we'll look into it and do what we can. We're all about bringing the community together. Mm. I love that exposure word. That's a great word, I think, for it. it's exposure. So thank you for that. Thank you. Do you have yeah, anything just, you want to just add? Just highlighting the vibrant culture of Rawlett to show, I mean, that's actually in our mission statement is showing, having integrity and respect and showing the vibrant culture that Rawlett has to offer. And like Cynthia was saying, you know, showing that we may have differences, but there are so many more things that bring us together and that we are in common ground. Um, we had, I mean, our commission, uh, we have um, Commissioner Hollins has worked on, like for an example, uh, for those that, for voter registration and things of that nature for like when you, if you're uh, maybe handicapped or something and have a hard time being able to vote, that those things are there. You know, there's signs out there at every polling station that says, okay, if you need assistance to be able to, there's a phone number here to call that someone can come out and assist you to be able to come in and vote, um, you know, from the elderly or whatever it might be. Our commission is just so much more than just a proclamation or like right. you said, lighting the tower. We're really trying to shed a light uh, on things that maybe people never realized that mm. was an issue. Um, and that was huge that Commissioner Hollins had done. At, that was actually part of the state legislature where our commission had brought to light about uh, polling stations uh, right. having a problem as far as being able to assist those people. Uh, and we were huge in that, you know, and also we're a community of different age ranges, you know, and so we want, whether you're 55 or older or 65 or older, we want to, you know, show people that there are all different types of activities within our community, regardless of the age range, you know, from the water parks to the community center. Um, you know, I really feel like all the commissions are extremely important. Yes. I kind of think our commission is almost like a foundation at the bottom. Ooh, Beca yes. And the reason I think that is because, yes, you have, you know, economic development and arts and humanities and things of that nature. But if you don't show that your community is diverse and willing 
to include everyone, then those jobs and then those businesses are not going to come to your community. So I take our commission very seriously that we are laying the foundation for the rest of the other commissions that if we can show that we include everyone, then those large companies, when it comes to economic development, are going to come and move to Rawlett because we're diverse and we are inclusive. Um, and whether it's arts and humanities, whether it may be a cultural center or mm. artists or something like that, that can move to our city, that again, that we're laying the foundation. And I really feel like as our commission, that's kind of where we're starting off. And it's very exciting to me that we can do that. I love that. I love the passion here for yeah. both of y'all's voices when yeah. you talk about it. We no, can, that's, uh, yeah. it's such a we are passionate about yes. it. I mean, you know, it's, it's so important to show people that there, we can argue, we can mm-hmm. disagree. It's okay. Yes. Um, but when the times are tough, like, you know, Rawlett had that tornado a few years ago, that no matter what, my hand's there. We, mm-hmm. may, we may have disagreed in City Hall the previous week and mm-hmm. argued, or had, but in the end, we're human. It's one human family. Right. We're neighbors. We're, we're a city of Rawlett, and that's what makes us strong. And that's what we want to show is that it's okay to disagree, but in the end, I'm going to put my hand around you and mm. my arm around you, and well, no matter what, we're there for each other. Mm. And that's what it's all about. So. Well, cry break. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh my God, so beautiful. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much for, I love both the exposure piece. And I love that you also touched on like this y'all's commission really is the foundation and the base for everything else. And I just, that, that has just brought a lot of insight. So thank you for bringing those two pieces to this podcast and more, more, there's more coming, but I'm like, wow, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. So awesome. Well, let's move on to, so we talked a lot about, I heard events kind of sprinkled in here. So what are some upcoming events that y'all have that you want to share with our listeners? So actually, our first event on the calendar is our Juneteenth event that's going to be on June 17th, right in the green space in front of City Hall. So that's our first upcoming event. Then we have a Pride event the following two weeks later that's going to take place as well. And then later in the year, we'll be doing some other events, uh, such as our main and really large event. Yes is the Celebrate Diversity event that we normally have in October. So that's going to be another opportunity for the entire community to come out and just kind of learn about different cultures. So Yeah, it's always a fun event. It's always well attended, I feel like. Yes. It, it is a great time. We get the time. big stage out there. There's live performances. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yes. Well, let's um, go back to the Juneteenth event. I would love to talk about what people can like expect. Like, why, why are we even celebrating? What is Juneteenth? Let's start with that. What is Juneteenth for those who might not even know what that is? Juneteenth marks the day when the South, especially in Texas here, that were emancipated, where people in the South here in Texas learned that they had been freed. And Mm -hmm. so that is is somewhat considered like a second Independence Day. Right. Because this is the day when the slaves in Texas were advised that they were free. And so it's a huge, huge idea in our con and it's an 
<clears throat> excuse me, it's a huge part of the culture of African Americans here in Texas and around the world. Now that it has been declared as a national holiday yes. throughout the country, um, more people are becoming aware of what the significance of Juneteenth is. It is just an opportunity to understand that, yes, we've had some challenges in our past and that we are growing from those. We still have a very long way to go, I believe, but we are making strides. So that is why it's important to highlight and bring attention to some of the things in our past as we build in our future. Yes. So it's important that we understand that that was a huge concept in that time frame where people finally felt like they could just be who they were. Mm. They were free to do what they wanted to do with their lives, and they were not under the rule of someone that did not necessarily have their best interest at heart. So that is what Juneteenth is a celebration of just being free. Mm. Yes, and it's very interesting because really it all started in Texas. Uh, and June 19th, 1863 is, they didn't necessarily call it Juneteenth. Right. But that is when, uh, like she was saying, Abraham Lincoln had, did the, uh, had already passed, but it was two and a half years later before it was really uh, that the slaves were free in the state of Texas. And June 19th, 1863 is when they, the, they came over and had enough troops to be able to say, okay, this is law and we're going to you know, protect. And so it's very interesting that we live in a state where it actually kind of all was started right. um, and everything. And so there are Juneteenths everywhere. Um, um, ours was on June 17th, not June 19th. Right, which is um, a Saturday. So. Yeah. <laughs> and that was intentional. That's the reason we did it. Yes. Um, from, uh, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. It is going to be amazing. Cynthia can give you, we have tons of vendors, food oh, cool. trucks, crafts, um, all sorts of wonderful things. Uh, the great band uh, that's yes, coming. Yes, uh, we have a live band. The E.J. Matthews Band will be performing we're going to have um, Zumba. Yes, by Daniel. Yes. Y'all know Daniel if you listen to the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, we've got face painting. We're going to have bounce houses and, like we said, a ton of food trucks with all types of food. We're going to have vendors with other snacks and desserts. And we've got several um, vendors that are just going to be showing their crafts, this, that, and the other. And we've got some uh, major contributors to this year's event. So yes. we have gotten support from Target. Amazing. And Chick-fil-A. And um, we've got 151 Coffee, which is a new uh, business in our area. Yes. It's also um, supporting our event. Amazing. As well as 100% Chiropractic. That's a new uh, business in the area as well. So we're going to have lots of things for everyone to do, uh, live music, fun. We're having it during the time frame on a Saturday morning. Yes, so, so you don't that, burn up. Exactly. So that we get everything taken care of before the heat yes. really sets in. So, yes. And we've got some food trucks catered to ice cream and things like that just for cooling off just in case it gets a little warmer before, you know, 
we're done. But uh, <laughs> we're looking forward to uh, the community and we have coming our out. Inaugural queen. Oh yes, first time yes. in ballot yes. history, which exactly. is so exciting. Well, we have Miss Juneteenth Rowlett, Miss Ariane Gibbons. So that is exciting and a completely different um, uh, take for Rowlett. Yes. So this is huge that we have a inaugural Miss Juneteenth and that we're looking at having a Miss Juneteenth pageant in the um, oh, cool. future. So the next year we should be actually going through the process of selecting the new Miss Juneteenth for Rowlett. Wow. So we've got some definite, uh, we're honoring some members of our community that have That's been right. just amazing and have given mm-hmm. their time and energy and talents to trying to make Rowlett the you know best place. So we're going to be honoring State Representative Retta Bauer. So um, mm. that's exciting. Uh, she's just coming off of uh, a huge win and getting the Crown Act uh, bill actually passed wow. uh, here in Texas, which is a huge win for us mm. as well. Uh, we're honoring uh, Tyrants Duke Barnett, who is uh, an educator and has given his time and energy to just opening up the world to our youth and mm. trying to teach them um, and just been an inspiration to so many. So we look forward to um, actually honoring him as well as we're honoring Mr. Patrick Jackson, who was the first uh, black um, councilman in uh, city council member in Rowlett. So oh, wow. he's the first. So he edged that barrier and he's a, He's an entrepreneur and uh, is just still very active and mm. a highlight to Rowlett. In addition, uh, we're going to be recognizing Pam Bell, who yes. was most recently on our city council and has been a legend in Rowlett as yes. far as all the different boards and commissions and events. She's still working with the Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. And so all of her efforts. So for those things that we appreciate so much for Rowlett, we are so grateful that we have an opportunity to honor these great citizens of yes. Rowlett and yep. to show them how thankful we are that they chose Rowlett to live right and to actually lend their talents and and time and energy to so we're just so thankful for this opportunity amazing and y'all have already started celebrating on your Facebook page so I've seen that y'all been yes. posting the different people you're nominating for the Juneteenth event Absolutely. and so many you're and I love also you mentioned you also sharing history too so if y'all this is a plug for y'all's Facebook page yes. you do not follow RDEIC on Facebook please do they'll have a link in the show notes but that's y'all share a lot of important information on there we do and that's another uh, avenue for the community to actually send us feedback and let us know other programs they'd like us to hold and different events they'd like us to um, actually, you know, showcase. Because I know later on this month, I'm going to try to do something uh, to at least have a proclamation that brings awareness to Alzheimer's because Mm. this is also Alzheimer's month. So um, there's just so much, so many different areas to cover. And we want to make sure that we're doing the best that we can to yes. to hit just about everything possible. So 
Use that Facebook page. Let us know yes. what you want. Let us know <laughs> what matters to you and, and we'll work on it. You know? Yes. So. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing that and posting and sharing information. It's a great, great resource. It really is. And that's my, I'm on the subcommittee of the communications committee. So one of my responsibilities is posting on the Facebook and uh, we're so excited because we've grown our following by over 200% in the last wow. 12 months, but we've worked really hard to be active and mm. proactive and post things, you know, once or twice a week. Um, and we love to get information. I mean, people will message us and say, hey, have you recommended about this or recommended about this? Um, because, and again, we're just trying to shed light on different things, you know, from, you know, we've had proclamations on Parkinson's disease and autism yes. um, and, it's, and, you know, MLK. And one of the things that we're excited about that we're working as a commission for next year is, fingers crossed, we're looking to have an MLK parade. <gasps> wow. Uh, Yay, finally. Yes. We are <laughs> so excited. We've, we've worked really hard on the commission to do the proper steps and procedures because it's not just, okay, we can have it next week. Right. So um, we are very excited. That's something to look forward for 2024 is the MLK parade. Um, so stay tuned, y'all. This is a exactly. Myra Led exclusive. That, that's, that's, that's right. And then, of yes. course, like she was talking about, the, we, we're working very diligently to have a, the Juneteenth pageant, you know, um, baby steps, but we're getting there. Yes. Uh, and our commission is only like five years old or four or five years old. Oh, wow. And it, it's making huge impacts. Yeah. I mean, we, the commission has gone to several um events that's been held in Dallas and so forth. And the Rollette DEI has been talked about as a model for other DEI commissions in other cities wow, because they are seeing what we're doing as a commission. And like I said, it's more than the proclamations, but those are important because like mm -hmm. I said, it does sh shed a light on those issues. Right. Uh, you know, from Women's Month, where we had Women's Month, where we we featured um, a woman of history every week for that mm -hmm. month. So um, it, it, there's a lot of exciting things happening and everything. Everyone just has to be patient, but it's <laughs> going to happen uh, and everything. We, we, all of us on the commission want it to happen tomorrow, but you know, <laughs> it always doesn't happen that way. But, right. um, but yeah, we're so, so excited about Juneteenth and it's just going to be so wonderful to be out there and to, um, you know, fellowship and share with everyone and have fun and dance. And then you can eat all you want and then do a Zumba with Daniel and lose the weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably skip that part. I'm just saying. Oh, come on. Uh, you know, so, but um, I love the eating part um, and the dancing and stuff like that. Yes. And but, we've got such a variety of food trucks coming. Yes. I mean, we've got anywhere from, um, Cousins Maine Lobster. So you've got Ooh. those types of things. And then we've got barbecue and just a whole variety right. of things. And then we've got the ice cream trucks and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. We have not had this many yes. uh, food trucks in our previous uh, events. So right. this is going to be major. 
It is already major. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm so excited. So again, y'all, June 17th is the actual event. Juneteenth is on June 19th. Um, yes. But the event is going to be June 17th in the morning time. And we'll post all that information in the show notes for you so you can RSVP and make sure to attend. So I'm so excited and looking forward to this event. But like you said, we kind of hinted at it a little bit ago. This is not the only event actually happening in June. So right. we also have the, the sweet taste of, of pride. pride. That's right. So that's <laughs> going to be on June 20th. 8th. It's going to be from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the green. Daniel is going to be there again doing a Zumba class, Perfect. so it's going to be wonderful. Uh, we are going to we have a couple of vendors. We have 24 out, uh, 24 Burger, who's going to be uh, offering up burgers and fries. We're going to have Kate Gasm offering cupcakes. Uh, oh, the best. Uh, <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> I can have that That's why I need Zumba, right? Yeah. Um, but it's we're going to have tables, and uh, Sammy Lou's uh, Barbecue will be giving free ice cream and peach cobbler. So that's hint, sweet taste of pride. And then at 9 p.m., we'll light the tower in rainbow colors. But again, it's more it's for fellowship. It's family-friendly. We want right. everyone to come out and bring a picnic blanket and chairs and you know, get the, purchase the hamburgers and cupcakes and they can bring whatever they want and stuff. We'll have music um, and just, again, showing the diversity of our community and um, that we're all one big family. Mm. And that's what it's all about. It's just, you know, holding hands and just saying, hey, we're all about, we're all at, we're all about our neighbors and just coming together. Um, and so we're very, very excited. Uh, and then, like she said, uh, one our largest, really largest event yes. uh, is diversity, which we're coming up in a few months, which is, uh, you know, it's huge because it just, it, it celebrates and is also an educational experience on the different uh, things of Rawlett. So uh, diversity is, is huge, and a lot of people come out to that, and we're looking forward to that, too. Awesome. So, and one of the great things about the Celebrate Diversity event I love to see is we normally put up a map that we let people show where they started. Oh, cool. And so it's kind of like it shows a progression of where, how Rowlett's community has been developed and where are all of the people coming from and this, that, and the other. And it's so interesting to see just, you know, that... People are coming from all over. It's not mm. just Texas. It's or California, are, right? So I mean, <laughs> New York, wherever. There's there's so much. So it's so interesting um, to just see the dynamics. And yeah. then uh, we typically do like surveys and things just to kind of get a little bit better feel of what the community is thinking and mm. what they're feeling. And so I think that gives us such great insight into you know the areas we need to move into, which is great for us because it does kind of give us that roadmap to, hey, this is where we should go. Yeah. And so um, I I just love that event. And just we've got performers and things that just are from different cultures and it really ends up being a great event. So um, Mm. I always look forward to that one. Okay. So we've kind of, we've talked about what, what inspired y'all to join the commission? So for those, so our boards and our commissions applications are actually open now. So that happened yes. June 1st. So for those who might be on the fence or wanting to know what is the process like to join, if you want, if y'all want, if someone's listening who wants to join the Rally Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, what is that process like? Was it intimidating? What did you have to do 
just kind of share that that journey with our listeners. So actually, there's an application that's online. So you apply online, and then you get interviewed by one of the um, chairs for the commission, as well as the mayor, typically. Oh, wow. So you go through that process, and then selections are made based on that information. So what they're attempting to do in putting this together is to make sure we maintain a diverse group of people Mm. that are working towards the same concept and the same ideals, even though we all bring something different to the table, which is the best. Mm -hmm. But we want to make sure that the focus is on, you know, bringing the community together and highlighting our our differences and just saying that it's okay we're different but that's okay right I can love whoever Mm -hmm. you know I can love you where you are Mm. we may not have been born and raised in the same area but we are still people and let's celebrate just who we all are yeah so Mm. that was pretty it's a pretty simple process, actually. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, for anybody that's interested in thinking about it, we have our meetings typically on the third Wednesday of the month. So it is an open meeting. We normally have it in the City Hall building. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to come out and take a seat and look at how the process goes, yeah, it's open. You're more than mm. welcome if you want to leave comments. This, that, and the other. There's a form also for actually... Um, requesting opportunity to speak for members of the public. So um, it's just an opportunity to come out and see if it's a process that you'd like to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah, because all the commissions are open to the public. Mm -hmm. So, you you know, you don't have to register or anything like that. You just show up. You, again, go to the Rollette website. You can see when the particular commissions meet once a month. We happen to meet every third Wednesday. Um, for me, because I was just uh, appointed last September, uh, you know, like I said, it's very. It was very simple. It was literally that application, had a Zoom uh, interview, I guess you would, with the mayor, and I think yeah. there were some people from, you know, city council or other people on there. What kind of questions did they ask you? I'm just so cu- so people can get prepared. I'm yeah, like, like, what absolutely. did they ask? What well, I mean, literally, well, no, that's a great question. Yeah. And uh, the first question that's asked is, you know, what experiences because every commission is different what experiences mm. do you have in your life that you could you feel that you can bring to the table to for this particular commission right and what is it something ways that maybe for me you know i looked at past minutes and things you don't have to go through all that but for me i went through past <laughs> you minutes. were prepared i was you know i was a good student um, I, I i read the past minutes and you know so either things that i thought that could be improved mm. or looked upon, you know, and that's when I was talking with Blake and them and said about, you know, like I see this as the foundation, as the commission of the foundation of all of the commissions and then kind of going from there. So those are basic questions. What do you think you can break on table from your experiences and from your lifelong history that that can come to the table? It's not intimidating whatsoever. It's kind of like this. It's just kind of back and forth yeah, um, and everything like that. So it, I, it would be very, very exciting, whether it's this commission, the arts and, and these economic development. Right. I really encourage people to get involved. And, yes, it takes a little time, but 
it so enriches your life mm-hmm. and and the people that you get to know and meet. Um, you know, I will be a lifelong friend of Cynthia uh, and the others and stuff mm. because it just helps you grow. I, I'm always say, you know, no matter how old you all be 52 this year, no matter how old you are, you can always learn mm. and you should always learn and, sh- mm. and you should always be willing to listen um, and and adapt and grow and part of the commissions do that and it's really you know our city is growing i yes. mean 50,000 70,000 and it's only going to get bigger you know with sapphire bay and the other things as far as it goes it's only getting get bigger yeah. and better uh and people really should get involved uh and everything it just makes it a stronger you know instead of having a few the many let's get yes. the many in here and yes. let's get everyone's opinions and then we'll shuffle it through a cipher and, and figure it out at the end as far yeah. as that goes. But yeah, I encourage everyone, you know, from the library commission, whatever it might be, it, th- there's just a lot of great volunteer, whether it's commissions or just other volunteer activities. Right. The city has so much. If you just go to the website mm-hmm. and click, you could sit there for hours and just look at all the different things that you can do from yeah. volunteering, the community center and things of that nature. It, it's, there's it's so really, much. There's, there's so much for this city and it offers to its uh, citizens. Thank you for that. Hey, I got something. Yes. So I want to give the commission some props. Uh, you know, as many people know, I record all the council meetings and stream them all online. Thank and, you, Drew. Hey, no problem. <laughs> um, but for the first time ever, a rabbi gave the prayer at a Rowlett council meeting, and I just thought that was outstanding. It, it, you know, it was. It was. We were talking about that. You know, we did a proclamation for Jewish Heritage Month. Yes. And I have several Jewish friends, and it was really touching. Uh, it was the first time in Rowlett's history that that proclamation had been done. And then Blake had mentioned it was the first time a rabbi had given the invocation. Wow. Um, and it was, he was touched. So many people were touching it a lot when I walk the farmer's market and I may have my badge or something on and people will literally stop and say, you know, we really appreciate, you know, we had so many when we did the proclamation for autism and stuff like that and Parkinson. Um, you know, thank you for bringing that to mm. light because, you know, sometimes it's there for a moment and then it's forgotten right and everything and so we always try to keep certain things in the forefront uh but yeah that was just an outstanding and a very exciting thing for the city of Rawlett. it was wonderful thanks for that drew that's a great one yes (laughs) we really strive to bring all citizens together in all capacities yes. to, to really show that we are a community and we want to be the shining light for this part of Texas. Yes. We want people to see, wow, like when I drove through that town that day, that first day, two and a half years ago, and I was just driving through and I was looking, wow, this, there's something, I feel something mm. about this town. And then when I stopped and t- these neighbors didn't know me from Adam, but they were welcoming <laughs> And they shared their experiences with that. The ones that lived there for 36 years and 10 years and 15 years. Um, and yeah, was there ups and downs? Absolutely. But in the end, it was a community. And right. that's what it's all about. You know, right. our little subdivision is a community, but then we have the other subdivisions, which are a bigger community. And then Rawlett is its own community. And that's what it's all about is mm. just being there for each other and being a shot light for the state of Texas to show them that we are strong and we're going to do what's right 
Uh, we're not always going to be perfect, but we're going right. to work as close and hard as we can to be perfect. Right. And exposing people to these things. And it's not necessarily shoving people. I, I see that comment a lot yeah. on sometimes on y'all's social media. It's like, why are, or just in social media in general, like, why are you shoving this down my throat? It's, it's not that. It's exposure. It's education. And so I love that exposure word just really has helped me kind of, when I read those comments, those negativity, I'm like, ah, oh, like why? Yeah. So thank you for that. Thank you for and, that. And that's never our intent to shove things down people's throats. Our intent is to actually bring awareness. Right. And to highlight those differences that we have because it's okay to be different. All right. of us have a different path that we've been on and it's okay to accept that others have been on a different path than we have been on mm. and to celebrate that. Yes. It's, it's okay. So I, I want to say we have been getting a lot of support from certain uh, parts of the community. We've got some churches that have really, really stepped up and tried to help to ensure that our Juneteenth event in itself, as well as other events, are actually uh, successful. And I'd like Great. to thank uh, the Freedom Church and Pastor Kasson and uh, actually Rowlett Friendship um, for actually lending their time and energy to trying to assist us in Amazing. putting together, you know, events that the community can appreciate. So just want to say that. And yes. to the many vendors and um, the companies that have offered uh, incentive items and have decided to make donations uh, for giveaways, this, that, and the other. We are so thankful to those companies and those individuals that have given of their time and energy to help to support the events. And mm. we appreciate that and we want to continue to partner with them as we uh, continue to celebrate the whole of Rowlett. Mm, the whole of Rowlett, yeah. yes. Beautiful. Our hashtag is Rowlett for All. Yes, Rowlett for All. Yep. Yes, what a be okay, that's the perfect way to end this episode. <laughs> I could stay here for way more time, but um, I want to close on that note. So thank you both so much, Chance and Cynthia, for being here. And thank you for, you know, just listening to this podcast is supporting the Rowlett Diversity, Equity, Inclu Inclusion Commission. Excuse me. So thank you to our listeners for listening. And if you're interested in joining their commission, applications, like they said, are open now on Rowlett.com. And if there's anything that you want to hear from or an episode or a podcast that we can do for you, please email us at podcast at Have a great weekend and we'll hope to see you at an event soon.